Welcome to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring you weekly sermons that uplift your soul, strengthen your spirit, and praise the Lord. Whatever your reason for listening, we're grateful for you spending your time with us. May God open your heart to love and your ears to hear. Today's gospel lesson comes from John chapter 14. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact, will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Do not let your hearts be troubled, Jesus says, because in my Father's house there are many dwelling places, and I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Jesus says these words to his disciples in the Gospel of John, to prepare them for the fact that he will not be with them in his earthly body for very much longer. But he says, do not worry, because I assure you that I and God and the Spirit will be with you always. You always have a place to dwell with God. And because of Jesus Christ, God dwells with us right here on earth. And on that day when we leave our earthly bodies, God has prepared dwelling places for us for eternity. So Jesus says, whatever else is happening, do not let your hearts be troubled. I find that in this current moment, I can know that intellectually, that God dwells with us, dwells with me. Sometimes I have a hard time really knowing that in my heart, believing it in my spirit. My anxiety can take over instead, and my heart is troubled. I pray, I believe God, but help me with my unbelief. 
when I'm restless and grounded more in my own fears and anxieties than I am in God's boundless love. I find that what helps me the most to dwell, to dwell with God with my whole being, to center myself in love, is to engage in a prayer practice. And we can talk about God, we can read about God, I preach about God. All of those things are good for us to do as Christians. But there is nothing like a regular, intentional practice. I find that it's life-saving, not just to talk about dwelling, but to do the dwelling. So my hope and my prayer for all of us this week who are part of the Sandy Springs UMC community is that we will commit to a prayer practice, one prayer every day this week. I'm challenging myself too because I can slip uh, and I have lately. I haven't been as intentional as I would like to be. And so I want to encourage all of us to say the same prayer every single day this week. Um, and know that not only does that allow us to dwell with God, but allows us to dwell with each other, even as we are socially distant. I'm going to guide us through this prayer practice that I'm inviting us to do each day this week. It's called the Ignatian Examine. We did it once in worship in the fall. You may remember it or have been present for it. This is a 500-year-old prayer developed by St. Ignatius of Loyola. We're going to practice it now, uh, but we also have everything I'm going to say and do right now and more resources up on our website. So you can go there, you can find this guided prayer, and I hope it will be a resource for you uh, throughout this week. We're going to use a resource called Reimagining the Examine, and it has the traditional version that we're going to use today, um, but also um, if you go to the website or download the Reimagining the Examine app on your phone, um, you're going to find uh, these prayers for whatever you may be feeling, whether you are in need of grace or practicing gratitude, um, if you're struggling in a relationship, if you need forgiveness, whatever it is you may be feeling and stirred up in you, there's a prayer you can find on that app that will help you dwell with God, uh, with whatever else is going on. Uh, if you're anything like me, you are dwelling with your phone a lot right now. Um, and what I don't want to do is dwell more with my phone uh, than I do with God. So I find this app, Reimagining the Examine, to be a really, really helpful tool because as I'm holding on to my phone and I need to take some deep breaths, uh, I can find a prayer that's right for me. So I encourage you to download that app. Again, the info's on the website. But today, right now, we're going to walk through this prayer together. How do you pray the examine? Well, you move through five simple steps. And the purpose of it um, is to spend your day dwelling with God uh, and to reflect on the ways God was with you in the day um, and then to be intentional about looking for the ways that God will be with you the next day. So the examine has these five movements. The first is relish. We relish the moments that went well and all the gifts that we found in our day. Then we request. We request that the Spirit leads us through our practice and our review of the day. Then we review our day, repent of any mistakes or failures that might have happened. And then finally, we resolve in concrete ways to live tomorrow well, a more just, a more loving day than we had this day.
knowing that God is with us. And I think you'll find that if you spend five, six, seven minutes at the end of each day with this practice, you'll breathe a little bit easier. Uh, know that God is in charge. Quiet the mind a little bit. And when we engage in this practice regularly, we'll find that we don't just dwell in God while we're doing it, but it will train our hearts and our minds and our breaths and our spirits to trust and see all the ways that God is with us in every moment of our day that we are. So we're going to do this now, the traditional examine. I invite you to find yourself in a comfortable position. Whether you're sitting or standing, I recommend having both feet on the floor, uh, reminding yourself that you are grounded in God and feeling that in your body. Let your muscles begin to relax. Let your mind quiet down. Take a deep breath. Ask God to make God's presence known, known in you and around you. Feel God's presence right now, friends. Soak it in. Next, ask God to reveal all the gifts and graces that God has given you today, from the big ones like life and safety and love to the small ones, whether that's a good night's sleep, a phone call from a friend, a compliment. Spend some time thanking God for each one of these gifts. Ask God now to fill you with merciful love. Ask God to be the leader of this prayer time rather than brooding or obsessing over ourselves or the day. Trust that God is in charge, that we don't have to be. Now go hour by hour and review your day. Relive significant moments of the day. Linger over important moments. Pass quickly over the less relevant ones. Spend some time going over your day. Now continue to thank God for the gifts that you find in your day. Pause at difficult moments. Pay attention to missed opportunities. And when there are moments in which you weren't the person that God called you to be, we all have them every day. Ask for forgiveness, and then let God's healing mercy wash over you. Now ask God to show you concretely what God wants you to do tomorrow, how God wants you to live. Ask God what kind of person God is calling you to be and then resolve to be that person. That may be to be more just or honest or loving or patient or kind or prophetic. Ask for God's help in that resolve. Now, as we close the prayer practice, 
ask yourself if there are any last words that you want to say to God. Nothing is off limits. God knows our hearts intimately. Have no fear, have no shame. Say whatever it is you need to say to God now. And now as we close this prayer practice, I invite you to take another deep breath. Trusting that every time we breathe, that is God's spirit dwelling within us. Close with a gesture of prayer. I like to put my hands near my heart. I hope that your hearts are a little less troubled. I hope you'll join me and praying this prayer at the end of each day this week. And most of all, that no matter what, we know that with God, there are many, many dwelling places. And because of Jesus Christ, there is always a place of love for us, and we are loved. Thank you for listening to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church podcast. We hope that you have found our podcast helpful and hope to be in ministry not only to you, but with you. For more information about Sandy Springs United Methodist Church, please visit www.ssumc.org. Until next time, may God bless you.